0: Mine, what's up, everybody? That's not right. That's not what I said.
1: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's what's up, everybody. My name is Jordan. the Jai-Gassad. You're listening to the Stolen Gimmicks Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm joined by my co-host, Joe. Oh, man. Why does this like, feel so weird? <laughs> that's exactly how I'm it having, goes i'm having an internal <laughs>
0: crisis right now <laughs> oh no you know, I, my my acoustics are all fucked up because i don't have my fan going like usual that's my problem yeah. i think yeah all right let's go <laughs> Peace, guys. uh what's up everybody my name is jordan the giant is out here listening to the stolen gimmicks pro wrestling podcast episode
1: 35 i'm joined by my co-host joe uh, I don't think I'm going to let that slide. I had to uh, just teach Jordan how to do the intro to the podcast. <laughs> I had to I should, walk him through it. <laughs> I should actually, honestly, I might
0: fucking play what happened before we started the show because it was so bad.
1: I literally um, had to do it for him so he remembered how to do it. Dude, I'm, um,
0: I'm a mess right now. It's it's all because of fantasy football. It's I'm
1: almost 11 o'clock Eastern. So. I've been up since 4. I'm so tired. <laughs> he's only been up for seven
0: hours four to 11
1: that's
0: all dude no uh work sucked today i did not want to record but here we are we're gonna get through it (laughs) i'm just a mess it's okay um stolen gimmicks pro wrestling podcast go check out our link tree l-i-n-k-t-r.e-e stolen gimmicks for all of our links uh you can find a podcast you can find our social media pages and you can find our t-shirt store so you can go buy a t-shirt to support this podcast um a lot of shit happened in wrestling this week. Uh, someone might have showed up on AEW. Um, and yeah, NXT is going off hardcore. And we're going to
1: talk about yeah, it. They are, uh, they are reorganizing the Avengers next week on uh, on NXT. It is NXT versus AEW endgame next yeah, week.
0: It's honestly kind of exciting in a, in a way. Because I, it kind of reminds me of that first episode of AEW when they were going head to head with NXT because they are going head to head with NXT next week on Tuesday. Um, it actually came up with my memories the other day, cause it's the four year anniversary of dynamite where I had two 55 inch TVs in my living room and I was watching both of them.
1: Um, yeah, that's cool. I, I, I <laughs> missed that time. I, I remember um, I would have both of my TVs going and I'd be watching dynamite and NXT. And, uh, you know, I always watched NXT on mute because dynamite on top, but yeah, uh, no, uh, I definitely, I definitely miss the era of both being on Wednesday, even though it's so annoying to try to cram four hours of wrestling in one night. Yeah. I mean,
0: and tribalism's already terrible, and then just to have them on at the same oh, time,
1: dude, it'd be even worse <laughs> these days. I think, I think the pandemic kind of staved that off a little bit because everybody was watching everything, just because there was, you know, there. What else are you gonna do? Yeah. But now that everybody's living their normal life and they're kind of picking sides, yeah, Twitter's a cesspool. Yeah. yeah. So uh,
0: NXT was on tonight. Good episode. They announced uh, the next week because AEW is on at the same time. Uh, Cody Rhodes is going to be on the show. He has a special announcement. Asuka is going to be wrestling uh, Roxanne uh, Perez. Um, John Cena is going to be managing Carmelo Hayes versus Braun Breaker. And Paul Heyman doesn't like that John Cena is getting his nose down in NXT. So Paul Heyman's going to be managing Braun Breaker. Um, So – star-studded show next week on nxt uh head-to-head with um adam copeland's aew debut but we'll get to that um how didn't... do you how
1: do you feel uh about paul Heyman potentially being uh with braun breaker eventually when roman goes to like hollywood or calls it quits or whatever what what if uh braun breaker is the next paul Heyman guy I think it would be cool.
0: I honestly, because Braun Breaker, I think he is. I think he
1: needs a mouthpiece at this point. Yeah. You know, at least at least give him a few years to get his bearings under him and and you know build him up as a credible threat. Yeah, bro, I think mm-hmm. Braun Breaker would be awesome. Yeah, with,
0: uh, I, I agree. I absolutely agree with that. That would be really cool. And I guess next week we'll see. Um, but <laughs> NXT is definitely going to be worth watching next week. I think it's worth watching every week. I think NXT is one of the most undervalued shows wrestling shows on tv right now so um and their pay-per-view this past weekend proved that but um it also there's a very exciting AEW pay-per-view to talk about as well we're going to review those and we're going to preview fast for this upcoming weekend um but first i think we should i guess we got to talk about fantasy football the fantasy football
1: league the stolen gimmicks league um the league that i am commissioner in and also undefeated in and also have the most points scored in. Yeah, I think there's
0: two undefeated teams. It's you and my brother, Jason. So that's it.
1: We are on a collision course of
0: destiny. AEW collision course. Um, Ethan got his first win this week. Congratulations. Um, It it would definitely, I think he had like a 0% chance of winning, and then his defense destroyed last night. Got like
1: 65 points. Um, Hey, I'm proud of Ethan. I'm glad that he finally... Uh, was able to get on the W column. I was getting kind of worried that he was going to go winless. Yeah, no, I'm happy that he got to win. Um, I lost again to Drew
0: Fensel, and I wasn't going to. My fucking team collapsed, like you said. But um, I, I was supposed to win, like, multiple times through the day. It was just going back and forth. And then going into the Sunday night game, we were tied up. I think I had, like, half a point more than he did. And I had, like, a 60% chance of winning. We both had a, a player in the game, and um, Pacheco, he had Pacheco, and Pacheco went off, had a touchdown and a bunch of yards, and he beat me. And um, I'm, I might cry about it, but it's okay. Pacheco, Pacheco is that dude, man. Yeah, no, it's cool. When
1: he's... when you're uh, when you're playing against the, a Chiefs player, you know, it could be hit or miss. It depends on how Patrick Mahomes is feeling that night, and if he's the guy, and and it, um, you know, because the thing the thing that I keep saying with uh, Chiefs players, they mm. you really kind of just are taking a big old gamble unless they're Kelsey Sure. because it, it's a different guy every week um we don't have that number one receiver anymore like we did with Tyreek Hill now we just have a bunch of guys who are all capable of getting it done any particular night mm-hmm. so it's a big awesome. gamble but
0: hell yeah um Ethan's team was fourth this week by the way um with his points so that's pretty cool to nice. see um but he is um He's not last place anymore. Zach Snow is. Uh Zach is the only 0 and four team. Um that's so, yeah, so my friend Zach. So that's that's unfortunate for him. But yep, like we said, Ethan has a win. Um Ethan and I are tied. I <laughs> just noticed that. One and three. Oh, uh, this is bullshit. <laughs> but yeah. Um You uh
1: me- you going to uh get last in the division and let Ethan pass you up? Maybe what's, what's maybe. Happening?
0: yeah maybe that's the that's the plan I'm gonna put over so again. I'm four
1: and oh and you guys are all one and three yeah' I'm put over in, Ethan. in the in the raw division I'm about to become the uh world heavyweight champion in the raw division hell yeah right now uh it's you and uh Jason are
0: four 0 and, oh, and then uh drew and Luke Knight are three and one nice and then everyone else is just not doing great <laughs> so yeah uh, but yeah, fantasy football. We're having fun. I mean, you guys are having fun. I, I'm I'm just there doing it. You'll
1: so. get there. You'll get there. <laughs> it's still uh, early. Give yeah. it a couple more games, and then you can start to hit the panic button. But even I, at one and three, you could still turn things around. I haven't
0: really played with any uh, free agents or anything. I uh, haven't fucked with that. But with bye weeks coming up, I might might have to. So we'll see.
1: Oh, yeah. you definitely will have to.
0: Yeah. So because bye weeks are going to be starting what next week this or the week? following? Yeah. So, yeah, the Buccaneers,
1: I know at least are on by. That's, um, I think a few other teams, but I know the Bucks are on by because in one league, I have like three Bucks players. So, uh, I'll have to look into that. I don't think I have any Bucks players, but yeah, we'll look into it. But
0: yeah, let's uh go ahead and we didn't write down any news. Um, there's plenty of news to talk about when we go through the shows, especially with Adam Copeland joining AEW, but we're going to get to that. Um, in fact, we're going to talk about Wrestle Dream first. Um, Cause that's what you wrote on the
1: notes. So, um, so Wrestle Dream, I did hey. Not. So we're just going to skip the fact that I am going to Dynamite on the tenth. Oh to see yeah, Adam Copeland's I'm AEW sorry. debut.
0: Yes, that's exciting. You're going to miss NXT.
1: I am. Good thing I have this <laughs> handy dandy thing called the television, and I can watch it when I get home. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll be going to Dynamite on the tenth. Um, mm-hmm. Not this Dynamite, but the next one. It'll be Edge's debut, and I think I'm also getting Soraya versus uh, Hikaru Shida. Oh, yeah. That's so exciting. (laughs) So very exciting. Uh, And then other than that, uh, as far as personal news goes, I am also doing the Tales from the Estates horror movie month, and I am labeling it Spooktober. And I am three days in, and I'm getting ready to watch the next horror movie tonight. Um, I've already watched Saw X and The Bay. And they were both pretty damn good. So I'm excited. So Saw X was not one of their movies, but
0: you just decided to add yeah, it to your... Yeah, okay. uh,
1: there's a few movies in there that I've already seen. So <laughs> I'm I'm just kind of um, replacing them. But yeah, as of now, I'm going a day behind. Sure. Uh, I, w- but... I was planning on doing it, but I have
0: not been able to start it yet. But I probably will watch some of them. I'm very excited to watch some scary movies. I I do love horror movies.
1: Yeah, I think, I think the main thing that drew me towards this list is, one, they're one of our podcasting friends. And yep. also, um, it's a wide variety of, of uh, horror movies. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited. You know, there's there's certain types of horror movies that I either haven't seen a ton of or that I haven't been a fan of the ones that I have seen. So it'll be interesting to see how I feel as this goes on. But yeah, I'm interested. So. That's awesome. So you watched, um, what was the first one? The first one was The Bay, and it was like a found footage movie, kind of like I'm trying to think of of what movies, kind of like Paranormal Activities, where Mm -hmm. like the entire movie was seen through like news reports and body cams and um, vlogs and Skype calls, and it it was really interesting and really well done. Um, But I liked it; it was good. And then yesterday, I went to the theater and watched Saw X. I had a private showing because nobody else was in the theater. That's um,
0: shocking. That's a big movie.
1: Well, I went and saw it at two fifteen p.m. in the afternoon on a okay. Tuesday or on a on a Monday. So, that's yeah. probably why. But yeah,
0: <laughs> I've never seen any Saul movies. It's. I actually talked to Drew yesterday, and I was like how do I watch these Saw movies? Because I looked it up and it said that you should watch Jigsaw first and then Saw 1 yeah. and then Saw X and then Saw 2 and then there's just a
1: whole like it's kind of like Star Wars where it's all over the place and he... Okay, and- Star Wars isn't all over the place that much. You just watch one thing, what one set of movies first. That's not that bad. I mean, No, it's really not. I'm just saying, I mean, now they have like and TV I, I prefer And watching, I prefer watching Star Wars in theatrical release anyways. So do I. I absolutely do. Because if you watch the prequels first and then you try to go back and watch the OG, (laughs) whoo, kind of kind of a big difference. I mean, the OGs are great, don't get me wrong, but there's a big difference in production value. It'd be different if you're diving in and just watching the
0: what one through nine or whatever. But if you like you want to like dive into Star Wars, you got all the fucking TV shows now. You got the uh Rogue One, Solo.
1: (laughs) That's why the MCU is so hard to keep up with. First, you have to watch like 30 freaking different movies. Then you got to watch like nine TV shows Mm -hmm. and all of them, except for maybe one or two are mid and boring as hell. No, I, I was all in on the
0: MCU and Star Wars, and then now lately I'm just I'm kind of out of it because it's just I, I didn't watch the last season of Mandalorian. I haven't watched Ahsoka yet. Um there's a few MCU projects I haven't watched, and it's just like I feel like I'm so far behind and it's overwhelming
1: me. So um, I <laughs> it's just Star Wars. I'm still all in on. I, I kind of like the last season of Mandalorian and mm-hmm. I haven't watched Ahsoka yet, but I'm going to. Um I'm I'm pretty excited for that. Yeah. Um, I was just waiting for the entire series to come out because that's how I like to do my television. Yeah, um, which which it then, is now. Okay, great. And then um, <clears throat> so I'm kind of all in on Star Wars. And then uh, as far as Marvel goes, not really. I'm really waiting for them to do their next big um, arc, whether it be Fantastic Four, which I believe it's going to be. Or mm-hmm. X Men, like I'm ready for them to do another Avengers level arc. Like I'm tired of these tiny ass boring movies, like the Marvels, like they've got coming <laughs> out now, yeah. and um, a few projects before it, like even ones that are in theaters. I'm like, ugh. But the Disney Plus shows are even worse. Like I yeah. watched a couple scenes from Secret Invasion, and no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm I am good on that. I really liked uh, She Hulk, uh,
0: but I could not get Never into. Never watched this. it. I liked it. I thought it was fun. A lot of people hated it. I uh couldn't get into Secret Invasion. Like it's just I, I Loki's out now the second season of that. I love the first season, but now I'm just like like I said I'm so far behind it. I'm just like do I
1: watch it? Like it's yeah, I don't know. I but yeah, it's very hit or miss <laughs> for me. Um yeah. yeah, I I don't know I don't know how to feel about it. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to going forward to see uh what Marvel does, but I'd say as far as Star Wars goes, I'm for the most part still all in on it. Cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I don't know. It's
0: I might have to like check out Loki and it might get me back into it, but we'll see. Um but yeah. All right. Well let's get into some Wrestle Dream. Um I'm sure Dynamite's gonna be a lot of fun next week and I'm excited to hear about how it goes. Um I'll be at home watching Dynamite
1: and Rampage. I can I can uh Come home and and give some uh, rampage spoilers. Oh yeah, you get to see because fucking... it's a it's a Tuesday night, so that next day will be record day.
0: So you get to see some uh, Ring of
1: Honor talent. Yay! I get to watch. <laughs> I get to watch legit Layla Hirsch versus. Uh, versus let's see who Kiera hogan i'm so pumped i also get to see action andretti yes i'm throwing him under the bus again uh i get to see him versus uh toa that that dude from gates of agony
0: Woohoo! i don't even know what that is
1: you don't know gates (laughs) of agony it's the group with uh swerve oh yeah they they were they were tagging with brian cage they were the six-man champions Dude, watch the product. Holy, we'll get into I that know, a, here know. in just a second.
0: Speaking of, uh I did not watch Wrestle Dream. I watched the main event. I,
1: Third uh, AEW pay-per-view in a row I that know. Jordan has completely disregarded, even though he doesn't pay for them, and he is logged into my Bleacher Report and has access to the pay-per-views. This yeah. man is a <laughs> bona fide
0: bum. I know I am. Uh Sunday night, I watched some football, and then I go upstairs, and I'm like, oh, I'll put it on. And it, the main event was starting. It was like... Eleven thirty at night in the main event. Yeah, so you started. decided,
1: hey man, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch some some AEW. I I bet that pay per views on, and you yeah. didn't decide to do that until eleven thirty.
0: Yep. So I put on. I knew the main event was starting because people were talking about it. So I was like, okay, let's put this on, and we'll get to it. I really liked the match. So it was a good time. Um, but there's definitely some matches on this card I want to go back and watch. And I meant to do that before we recorded, just didn't get to it. Um, <laughs> but I will. I will. So, the first match was the Ring of Honor World Tag Team title match, a two-on-one handicap match. We had MJF defeating The Righteous.
1: Yeah, so I'd never seen much of The Righteous, and I still feel like I haven't seen much of The Righteous. Um, MJF was doing his, like, big babyface 80s style, I'm going to do this and that, and body slams, and, and I don't know. He he said he was going to shove one of their heads up the other one's ass, and, like, I, it was it was fine, but... I, I don't really want the AEW world champion to be used like this for much longer in yeah. uh, pay-per-view settings. It's fine that he's an ROH tag champion, but use him on the ROH pay-per-views and do have these matches on like dynamite and stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't be ha- uh, wasting a pay-per-view slot uh, with your world champion in yeah, the opening crazy. match. Every, every pay-per-view that's ridiculous.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're getting closer and closer to January and that's apparently when his contract ends. I'm starting to think uh, it's not ending, and he signed an extension because they're not they're not worried about getting that title off him, it doesn't seem, because uh, he's not defending it. So yeah, um,
1: We'll certainly but, see.
0: And it's kind of weird that they just kept the tag title, like, either strip the titles off of him, because if, if you don't want him to lose, or find a way to make him lose without looking weak.
1: Yeah, they kind of buried the righteous here. They didn't get to yeah. do a whole lot of anything, and, and they lost a two-on-one match. Like I understand he's the world champion, but the righteous are both like bigger than him. If not mm-hmm. I mean, Vincent's like the same size and Dutch is certainly bigger than him. Yeah. So I don't I don't know, man. It's it, it's kind of odd that this is the direction that they decided to go, especially with Adam Pohl being out for an undisclosed amount of time. I don't know. Do you think it's definitely real, his injury? Yeah, oh yeah. They okay. um Britt Baker shared a photo and it was all bruised and big. Yeah, his I ankles. mean, what a, that could
0: be not be his foot. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> just, I don't,
1: dude. I, I think, I think, especially <laughs> fans, we need to quit working ourselves into. Yeah, works. yeah. No, I was just
0: thinking. But, um. Anyways, up next we had the Ring of Honor World Title Match and the NJPW Strong Open Weight Title Match. Uh, we had Eddie Kingston defeating Katsuyori Shibata.
1: Yeah. Um, this was probably Shibata's best match since uh, mm. coming back from his big injury um, years ago in uh, in New Japan from headbutting people and causing a brain bleed. Um, but wow. I, I would say that uh, that I, I want Eddie Kingston to move on to a different style of challenger. I understand that he's in JPW's Strong Champion right now, but he, I I really would like to see him wrestle a different style of opponent than mm-hmm. your shibata's and your cesaro's like i want to see him in like more brawls and stuff like i like him in in classic wrestling matches but i also love eddie kingston and some like drag out just like fights too sure um so i i don't know i'm excited to see what eddie does next but i knew going in that shibata wasn't going to beat him so it was kind of a kind of a foregone conclusion but i did think this was a strong showing from especially shibata and uh it, it kind of reminded me of the old Shibata, which was nice. nice. That's good. Um, we had the TBS title.
0: We had Chris Statlander defeating Julia Hart.
1: Yeah, so I'll be honest. This match, I missed like half of it because I went ran to the gas station. But um, Statlander, I think, is a great champion. Julia Hart has improved quite a bit. I really like her, the way her moonsault looks. Um, she went to do the mist, uh, didn't get it off in time. Statlander retains. Not much to say besides that, but I, I'm fine with Statlander still being champion. Yeah, I like Statlander; she's cool. All right, um, the AEW World Tag Team Title Number One Contendership Four Way Match. Um, I do want to mention Statlander is cool, but I I kind of feel like she lacks a gimmick right now. Like, I'm not saying that she needs to do the entire like alien gimmick that she was <laughs> leaning into early in her career with AEW, but right now it feels like she's even though she's champion, she's kind of like I can't. She's not well defined. Like I don't feel like I know exactly who and what she is mm-hmm. as a character, and maybe that's just because I'm not as familiar with her. Because for whatever reason, they have her mainly on like rampage. So I don't know. Yeah, um,
0: you know, like AEW World Tag Title Match, uh, number one contender match. Uh, we had the Young Bucks defeating the Guns. Hulk, Hulk and Orange Cassidy and the Lucha Brothers. Uh they'll they'll
1: face the tag team champions at full gear, I believe, right? I don't care. Uh LOL, the Bucks win. That's yeah. all I gotta say about that. Uh I guess we're getting Bucks in F T R again. Yeah. Whatever. Got, I mean
0: someone said that it's gonna be in Los Angeles at full gear, so So the Bucks are definitely winning. Yeah, seems like it. I mean they've lost to Do the you- FTR a good amount.
1: I know, but I, I I don't need to see this match again. And mm-hmm. and and I know that the Bucks just want. I, I hate to be a hater, but I'm gonna love to say this: the mm-hmm. Bucks want to have that major win over the perceived best tag team in the industry in their hometown because of their massive egos. Yeah, that's all I gotta say. They, I mean, time and time again, the Bucks always come out on top in the end. No mm-hmm. matter no matter what happens, and, and they their fragile little minds can't handle the idea of letting another team, you know, be viewed as better than them. So we will see. I don't oh, know. If- I, 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 I've been getting less and less like when AEW first started, I love the bucks, but mm-hmm. in the last 10 years, they haven't added anything cool to the repertoire. They've only gotten slower. Their promos have never been great. BTE is complete dad humor at this point. Yeah, like I don't bad. understand what, yeah, I don't understand what's interesting about them at all at this point. It's like they get they're getting less and less of a reaction at, uh, um, every time they come out. The only time that they get a reaction is if they come out with Omega, the actual star of the elite. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I hate to be this critical of them, but they've really let themselves corrode and become a shell of their former self. Like when they were uh, NJPW Junior Tag Champs, when I first started watching New Japan, they were awesome. And they were doing all sorts of wild things every match. They were innovative as hell. And I understand you can't do that style all the time for, for years and years on end. But they needed to evolve. And outside of that goofy heel turn where they just decided to grow weird facial hair, they yeah, haven't done rare. much to evolve. That's my number one problem with them. Yeah. I'm not a big
0: fan of them right now either. Um, But I didn't watch the match. But yeah.
1: It was what you, you, you can, you can literally just assume what the match was and you'd already know. Yeah. I mean, I assume a lot of high spots and spots. Well, not only that, it it was just, it was one of the AEW, it it was an AEW four way match and it wasn't even as good as the one on the NXT card and it wasn't even as good as the one at WrestleMania 38 or 39. So, damn.
0: shit well that's definitely not a match that i was looking forward to going back to watch but this next one definitely
1: is and that's yes. swerve,
0: swerve strickland defeating adam page
1: i am so happy that swerve is finally getting his due and he's being presented as a main star in aw i mean he beat a former world champion in this match and this match was awesome it was sick um Man, uh, Swerve Strickland is just so good. I know Adam Page is also very good. Um, I hold less of a grudge against him than I do the Bucks. Um, I, I still kind of like Adam Page, but no, I, I do. Adam Page seems like a lot more uh, mature. He, yeah, yeah, he's actually grounded in reality. You know. Yeah. Um, I I can't say I've always been a fan of his character as as kind of like a uh, a cowboy that's like scared. I, I don't know his his characters has been kind of weird over the years where he's been kind of uh like running back and forth to the dark order anytime there's any like type of controversy in his career like i don't know it, it, his his whole aw arc has been very weird mm-hmm. um but swerve strickland however he's finally getting to a point in his aw career where he's mm-hmm. viewed where he should be um yeah, I've, I've loved Swerve ever since uh, Lucha Underground. Killshot was my favorite uh, wrestler on that show. So. Awesome. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people saying that
0: he will be world champion sooner rather than later. He better be. He better yeah. be. That's awesome. I'm happy to see him getting uh, some flowers. Definitely a match. I definitely want to go back and check out that one. Um, mm-hmm. Up next, we have Ricky Starks defeating Wheeler Yuta.
1: Yeah, this match was just sandwiched in between um, two great matches. Mm -hmm. um so it was kind of stuck in the middle it was fine not much to say about it yeah that's exactly what i've
0: heard other people say so um and we we have brian danielson defeats zach saber jr
1: look um i've seen a lot of shitty uh technical wrestling on the indies and i've seen Uh a lot of shitty technical wrestling in uh major companies this was actual good technical wrestling by the best two technical wrestling in the world um and, yeah, the, I I cannot wait to see what type of dumbasses try this next WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> um, I, I I really enjoyed the match. Um, yes, as expected, it did have its slow portions due to yeah. the nature of the match and what style of wrestlers they are. And it was not my favorite match on the show, but I did really like this match. It was awesome. very good. Um Danielson proves once again that he's the best technical wrestler in the world with the win, and Zack Saber Jr. shows the AEW audience exactly who he is. And uh, I, I would I wouldn't mind seeing Zack Saber Jr. full time in AEW uh, one of these days. He's he's really good. He's kind of boring. Cool. Yeah, but I mean, he he has gotten better. His promo has gotten better, but he's still kind of vanilla. So mm-hmm. yeah, I uh, that's the
0: other match that I want to go back and check out. So. Um, yeah, the only Zack Saber Jr. match I've really seen was when he was in the Cruiserweight Classic. So th- mm. I'm sure mm-hmm. that's a small
1: fraction of what he's capable of. So, <laughs> sure, <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's changed a lot since then too. Yeah,
0: so. we have a six man tag team match. We have the Don Callis family um, defeating Chris Jericho and the Golden Lovers.
1: Yeah. So. I really liked the presentation of the Don Callis family. Um, yeah. I, I don't like their theme music. it's god awful, but I like their, <laughs> um, I like the actual presentation of the group itself. I like the, um, I, I, I like the idea of Takeshita Guevara and Osprey together with uh, Callis. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was cool. You know, it, it was a super team versus a super team. I can't say I'm still on board with Jericho and Omega teaming together. It's so weird. It yeah. felt really out of place um they're branding themselves as the golden jets okay whatever Jeez. um <laughs> because chris jericho is a winnipeg jets fan and mm. omega is golden uh, there you go anyways. makes sense um <laughs> yeah so it's the 50 50- dude every time jericho makes a team name with somebody it's always a combination of something like yeah. in in uh in wwe it was always y2 or Jera, like it like Jera show and y2 aj and like jericho comes up with some shitty tag team names that's all i gotta <laughs> say uh but yeah it it was okay obushi still didn't look phenomenal which is sad i don't know exactly what's going on with him but he does not look the same as he did even three four years ago mm-hmm. um I think it's just his bump cards about filled up. Same as Omega, even though Omega still, you know, I, I think Omega's still great. Um Takeshita and uh Osprey, I gotta say, if they can if they can get Osprey signed to um AW full time, those would be two main event players for years to come. Uh, yeah. Takeshita Takesha and Osprey are both great. Guevara, like I said last week, I'm gonna compare him to 2009 2010, Evan Bourne. He's very bland and uh does some sick high spots at one point he actually did a shooting star press and uh to a standing opponent and the crowd literally chanted you still suck you still <laughs> suck so <laughs> that's fucked up. Th- I, that that's beyond heel heat that's just uh go away heat at that for point. sure um, yep because they were not booing Osprey and Takeshita they were only booing Guevara they did not have any interest in that man so
0: yeah that sucks but yeah I I feel the same way about him I'm not a huge fan he's very good he's just like you said very bland and is
1: he i i mean he can do good stuff like i i I think that i think that he can pull off some sick spots and i think he's entertaining in the right setting with the right opponent but overall i think his work leaves a lot left a lot to be desired like i can't ever get i can't ever get like excited about a guevara match i can't ever get um what's the word like I can't ever feel like I can't think of the word right now, but I I just don't feel anything when I watch a Guevara match. Mm -hmm. Like when I watch when I watch somebody like Danielson or Omega, I I can get into the match to the point where I get into the moment and I, and I forget what I'm watching is scripted when it comes to um, Sammy Guevara. It's very obvious because it's sequence to sequence, spot to Mm -hmm. spot, very obvious that his Mm -hmm. matches, The way that his matches are laid out. I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me.
0: All right. Well, we got an AEW World Tag Team title match.
1: We have FTR defeating Aussie Open. This match was about five, six minutes too long. Um, It was still pretty good. Yeah. It it was still pretty good. Um, I I thought the match before was also very long. Uh, It was 22 minutes. Um, That's another thing with the AEW cards. I know there's a lot of matches on the cards, but not every uh, match towards the end of the card needs to be given 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. We don't need to be doing that. Um, not every match deserves that much time. This match was still good. Uh, it sucks because I guess Mark Davis broke his wrist. Okay. Um. So Aussie Open will be on the shelf for a while. But uh, FTR retains. And I assume the way it's sounding, they're going to be wrestling the Bucks again. So Yeah. All right. Well. Hometown Bucks. <laughs> so yeah, and uh, that, and it's just so obvious what's going to happen, you know. And that's what sucks. Like, there's no, there, there's nothing but predictability coming out of the tag division right now. And it's like, why, why are we going to the well again when you can easily elevate another team and do something with them? Like, why are we doing this? This is such a waste, in my opinion. I
0: mean, I would say like not only the AEW tag. Scene, but the ring of honor tag scene like it's just held up. oh
1: and the wwe tag scene yeah yeah absolutely tag team wrestling in the states fucking sucks right now man (laughs) uh i mean literally the worst i will say nxt's tag team division is a little interesting but other than that you know and it's not even great you know it's a little intriguing but not like you know i'm not jumping out of my seat Mm -hmm. for any of it which sucks
0: about like WWE, they have a good tag division. They just don't. Oh, use it's not it. like
1: AEW doesn't either. They just, yeah. they just, they just prefer to be top heavy when they don't yep. need to be. You don't need to just do FTR in the Bucks over and over. You literally have six to eight great tag teams, and I'm yep. not kidding. They literally have the talent. I don't understand what the problem is.
0: Yep. No. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, but the main event. We had a best two out of three falls match. We had Christian Cage defeating Darby Allen to retain the TNT Championship. More like Christian Cage attempting to murder Darby Allen. Jeez, yeah, this was wild. This match was. I really enjoyed this match. I always loved the two out of three falls concept. You know, it's going three falls. Um, but yeah, there was moments in this match. I'm just like, Darby's fucking
1: insane, and like, I cringed more at this match than I did watching a saw movie. Really? <laughs> Dude, yeah. Holy cow. Darby, are you – like, I understand that he's very resilient and he's young, huh. but he's going to legitimately – like, I've never said this about him before, and I know a lot a lot of people have said this about him before. He's legitimately going to hurt himself and maim himself one of these yeah. days. Yep. And I don't want to see it. I don't want to see a man get paralyzed or killed live on pay-per-view, but I'm scared that it's going to happen to Darby one of these days. He yeah. got power slammed. Onto the steps part of the steel steps. Like, what are you doing? Twice. Not once. Twice. It was Oh, yeah. Once. Once on the the floor. And then once from the apron to the floor. Like, dude. Absolutely gross. Yeah. I mean, it got a point across, but, like, at what expense? Dude, (laughs) you could tell that Christian did not want to do it, it seemed like. Like, it seemed like the first time he kind of, like, hesitated. And that's why he dropped him lower and then did it from the floor. But. I guess Darby was sold on doing it and did it again. I don't know, man. Ugh. I never thought I'd be
0: saying what I'm about to say, but Christian might be one of my favorite wrestlers right now.
1: Oh, dude, I I don't <laughs> I don't have to say that I never thought that I was gonna have to say I never, that because I liked I liked him really. I loved him when when I was a little kid and and I first started watching TNA. Christian Cage and the Christian Coalition were badass, and then he went to WWE and he toiled in ECW for a while. Mmm, 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 fine, whatever. But his run with Randy Orton on SmackDown was like the main reason I kept watching WWE for a few years. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I mean, I remember that feud very, very well. But I just,
0: I was never one more match,
1: man. One more match, dude. That, yeah. that feud was awesome. I don't know. I've always been a uh, Christian Cage guy.
0: I mean, maybe I just didn't appreciate him for what he was at the time, but yeah, right now, like he's just on an all-time run and I think it's awesome mm-hmm. to see. And now at the end of this match, some exciting stuff happens that makes me even more excited for Christian Cage. Um, we had the debut of Adam Copeland, Edge. Yeah. Um, pretty wild stuff. I, um, I've i said before, I'm, I did not want to see Edge in AEW, uh, but here we are. and. Yep. Um he he came out, looked like he was gonna attack help them attack Sting. By the way, in this main event, um Nick Wayne turned heel in Darby. That was fucking great too. Um yeah. not, not I'm only, interested
1: to see what happens
0: there for sure. Yeah. Not only did Nick Wayne sell this turn incredibly, but his mom in the front row, mm-hmm. am- yeah, am- amazing. Stuff. Good stuff. Maybe yeah.
1: maybe Nick Wayne will be can become AEW's version of uh Dominic Mysterio. Maybe a uh, Christian can like <laughs> maybe at some point nick wade'll just like end up somehow stealing a win like every yeah. time every time he wins a match it's like barely and and by multiple luchasaurus and christian interferences uh-huh. and cheats and like i don't yeah. know i they could do a lot of fun with this little uh group they've got going on it, now. it's just
0: wild because he what he's like 18 19 he looks like a baby he does it's crazy but i think this is
1: the right role for him now you know pair him with a pair him with a heel top star veteran that can get him some heat and get him over um i think this is this is where um nick wayne needs to be it's much better than him just being darby's buddy you know yeah
0: yeah it was awesome and i mean that was the end of the match he hit darby uh with the title and christian pinned him it was great but um, afterwards, they were attacking Darby. Luchasaurus came out. Then Sting came out to help Darby, and they started attacking Sting. This, the, the lights went out, and this weird video presentation starts playing.
1: I so- do want to mention real quick that video presentation was also used by Sammy Callahan at one uh-huh. point in Impact Wrestling, and Sammy Callahan is now a free agent. So we could see Sammy Callahan join up with Edge at some point.
0: That would be weird. That's what, that,
1: that's what people are uh, – are speculating Ooh, I i've never that been a huge true. sammy callahan guy but that was the same that our feature presentation or whatever uh-huh. that was the exact video that sammy callahan used to use i
0: mean it might be a stock footage thing that they use like they do with mjf's theme song yeah but, um i i just want to say i like the video concept and as a wrestling fan watching it i was like oh that was cool but how fucking stupid! <laughs> Let's well, play a video before this guy comes out to either save them or help them. It just kind of goofy. Yeah, you would but... think you
1: would think at that point the entire time Christian Cage would just be beating the shit out of out of Darby Allen. Yeah, you know?
0: yeah. But as a, like I understand why they did it. It was cool. It was awesome. The whole presentation. Edge comes out. You think you know him? Metalingus plays his WWE theme song. Um, the Rated R superstar. He has that. Adam Copeland. Apparently, yeah, apparently
1: WWE uh, just stopped caring about that trademark in 2020. Yeah, so. n-
0: nobody really realized that because I mean, the action figures have stopped saying "Rated R Superstar," so the video game stopped. Using uh,
1: it. I think that's a little different. I think is I think that the uh, well, are you talking about the logo with the box? The yeah, yeah, but
0: I mean, AEW is using that logo.
1: Yeah, I think so. that that's something. I heard that that was something different with like movies. Like some sort of uh, some sort of group that was like uh, that WWE was like some copyright law with Uh. the rating thing. I don't know, kind of kind of a weird thing. But if AEW can use it, then great because it's better than just having that R like they do on the WWE games. That's Uh one thing that I won't miss about Edge not being in the WWE games. Like it'll suck, but his gear looked awful this past 2K (laughs) because they had to strip like half the logos off of it. Yeah.
0: I agree. But um he comes out, he looks like he's gonna help them attack Sting, and then he turns on him. Um he's gonna feud against Christian Cage. I, I really liked this debut for him. It was a lot of fun. Even as someone who said he didn't want to see Edge in AEW, I really enjoyed it. And yeah, a lot of people are just being dickheads about this, saying he's a traitor and all this stuff. But
1: dude, if really you care like that him. much about, about where a wrestler wrestles, get a life. Like yeah. come on. If you say
0: Oh man, I'm sad because he's not in WWE anymore. I understand that I feel the same way because that's my show. That's the show I watch. But if you're that's gonna That's
1: say- my show that yeah. was so tribalistic, Jordan. No, no, no. But if you're gonna WWE say is my show, <laughs> Our, we are a no, family.
0: It is that's the show I watch. That's the show I love the most. But if you're gonna say shit like, oh, he's a fucking traitor, I've seen people threaten in his life. Like that shit's stupid. Like who the fuck cares that much? It's wrestling. The guy looks happier than ever. Bro,
1: Beth Phoenix <laughs> could kill all the people that are threatening that <laughs> yeah. Edge's life. Literally. She apparently did the intro for yeah. his uh Steam song, the vocal portion at the beginning. Yeah. So
0: it, Yeah, I could tell. It's pretty cool. But it's just yeah. like, I don't know. I'm excited to see what where this goes. Um, I I made this uh I it kind of seems like they traded like for like See, they had CM Punk, who's like this grumpy
1: old veteran. Now they have this happy old veteran, and it's just oh, like it's the- <laughs> great for AEW. I it's think a- that this is an adequate CM Punk replacement. It's a top it's, star, yes, that's going to draw a lot of fans, and he's going to help a lot of the young talent. Yes. If you're Tony Khan, this is a masterclass. Great job, Tony, in yep. getting another top veteran star that can help. Yes, I think it's like, a perfect. If, it fan. sucks that he had to replace CM Punk, but hey. Not not too shabby of a job, right there. I think he's the perfect replacement because it's the
0: same idea. He can have the same kind of feuds. He has that the veteran to him, but he's he's nice and he's happy and he's not miserable. He doesn't seem like he just seems like the nicest guy ever, which is crazy seeing what he's done in his career because he was a maniacal
1: motherfucker. But I would love to see him get back to that in AEW. Yeah, I, I would like to see him face for a while, but dude, turn him heel with Christian eventually and have mm. have them be like opportunistic pieces of shit for a while. It'd be kind of cool.
0: Um I see people oh, uh fantasy book <laughs> The Hardys versus Edge and Christian. No, <laughs>
1: no, no. <laughs> And I've also seen them fantasy book a three way tag TLC with the Dudleys too. I'm yeah. good. Or I've seen them. I'll uh, replace the Dudleys with uh, the Young Bucks, which I no. Oh, thoughts. I'm good on that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm cool with Edge and Christian versus. I mean, Young I've Bucks. seen I've seen the Dudleys wrestle within the yeah. last few weeks. They're about as good as the Young Bucks. <laughs> I, I'm um, sorry. I'm sorry. Too far. Too far. <laughs> no. Uh, the the Dudleys are very slow and and, and boring, but they've been yeah. that way for 15 years. So.
0: I'm excited for the possibility of rated FTR.
1: Yeah, sounds a lot better than CM FTR. I will yeah, say that. Yeah. Um, I mean,
0: they uh the Minez are actually really close friends and uh, they helped him get ready for his return. And um I I'm pretty sure he helped them get WWE tryouts, or at least uh the one, the one who has the gun charge, Wheeler.
1: Yeah, Cash yeah, Wheeler.
0: Yeah, I don't know; they're d- different names. I'm pretty. Dax
1: bad. Harwood and Cash Wheeler, dude. Yeah. They've
0: been in AEW for three years. Come on. Yep. Up. But yeah, um, I, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a fun time. I, it also says it right in the notes. Oh, I'm not looking at the notes right now. No. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, Edge is in AEW. His uh, he's going to be on Dynamite and Collision this week, and then he has his first match next Tuesday in Kansas City. Um, Against Luchasaurus, which is just kind of funny to realize that he oh his big first match is against Luchasaurus, but I get yeah, it. but it makes sense. you know it,
1: Luchasaurus. I mean, it's going to be your basic match. It's it's you know it's cool, yeah. and and they could use it to further the story with him and Christian. So exactly, I'm cool with it. I'm excited for full gear uh seeing Edge versus Christian for the first I, time in a long I time. Have That'd to, be cool. I
0: have to yeah, I have to assume that's what they're going to do.
1: Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I'm or excited. Adam Copeland versus Christian. Yeah. It's gonna be hard not to call him Edge. Oh, I'm just going to call him Edge. I don't know. Oh, yeah. uh, apparently. He's been he... Edge for 20 years. Come on up. Yeah. 25 he, uh, years.
0: He put in trademarks for a bunch of different nicknames, like the Cope was one of them. And then Legend, but it's uh L and then E D G E N D. Yeah. That's good. So, That's clever. So, Edges in the middle, so
1: I think it's better cool. than grit being his entire WWE oh, persona for a year. Remember Iconoclast? Yeah, that's
0: coming back apparently. Yeah, that's coming back apparently, which which is I, fine.
1: I I still like it better than grit, dude. I, I, the grit I thing not.
0: was so dumb. You want to know why I didn't like Iconoclast? Because I mm. didn't know what it meant, and I still don't. So it's just I'm. I'm just...
1: <laughs> so so Jordan, you expose <laughs> yourself very much on this podcast for just being kind of. Dumb no, and not ca- well. Uh, first, you go, you go, Oh, what's the one with the gun charge when the dude's name was right here? And then iconoclast, <laughs> a term that's been around for two, three years, and you just haven't Googled it once. You're just like, I don't uh, know what that means. I, I don't like it. <laughs> I definitely Googled it. And you it just forgot. Happened. I just forgot, Yeah. Fun fact uh, I don't know what it means either, but it sounds cool. So, but we'll honestly,
0: if I was looking at Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood, which was in front of me on the notes. I still would have said which one had the gun charge. That that's the that's right. the question I was looking for. Not, and then I was like, so was
1: iconoclast is a person who attacks cherished beliefs or institutions. Yeah, and it great. is also a destroyer of images used in religious worship. Geez, so what's he gonna do? Bring a crucifix down to the ring and burn it? Is that what's going to happen?
0: Yeah, it sounds wild.
1: I, it's <laughs> that's a I, wild word. I I I've I've looked it up once, but I forgot what it was too. So
0: I don't remember it being that extreme. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty yeah. wild. Edge. O- Overall, what do you think of Wrestle Dream?
1: Okay, I would uh I would gather that it is a solid four star pay per view. Lots okay. of lots of meat in the middle, but um. I'd say the cheese and the lasagna noodle in the top was better. I don't know what I'm saying. Dude, but, lasagna uh, sounds good right I, now. I'm hungry. I have some. That's what I'm gonna eat after we record. So I'm very <laughs> excited. Nice, big old, good old Stouffer's lasagna, uh, Virgil style. Dude, Stouffer's um, mac and cheese is my
0: favorite. I, I
1: that. have that too, dude. Yes. I literally <laughs> have, I literally have a Stouffer's mac and cheese and lasagna, the personal ones. Dude, yeah. that's what I'm gonna warm up after this. I'm so pumped. Yeah,
0: I mean, I live with my dad. We've talked about it before. He likes Kraft mac and cheese. I fucking hate it, but he mm. hates Stouffer's. So sometimes we like, I'll be like, no, I'm getting Stouffer's. <laughs> so.
1: I like all mac and cheese. The only Kraft that I like is the deluxe. Have you ever had that? No. It's pretty it, It's pretty good. Kraft yeah. deluxe uh, shells, bro. That's, yeah. that's some
0: good stuff it, right there. It's not that I won't eat it. I'm a fat fuck. I'll eat anything, but it's just not my favorite.
1: It's okay, what do you it. prefer, shells or the noodles? Shells. Yes, shells like, are so
0: much better, dude. I, I like the mouth feel. Like I like just push. As weird as it sounds, pushing it against my tongue. <laughs> all right, all right, <laughs> and all right, flat, right. like flattening <laughs> out the shell on my tongue. It's strange, yeah. but yeah. Okay, okay. So we're we're gonna get a, a VR <laughs> uh,
1: first person view of what it's like when Jordan eats mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah.
0: Okay. Wrestle Dream. Um. I only watched the main event, and I really liked it. But um. I I plan to go back and watch at least. Great.
1: Two Next I week, I'll... I want to hear your review on yeah. Brian Danielson versus DSJ. ZSJ, sorry. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I was thinking of Daniel Sabre Jr. Um, okay. And uh, Swerve Strickland versus Adam Page. I They're would also other. like you to watch um, uh, Ricky Starks and Wheeler Yuta since it's in the middle. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Yeah, I think those two matches are the only ones I'm interested in going back to watch. So.
1: Yeah, this was this was a three-match show. Um, as yeah. far as like great matches, there were you know, there was some good in between, but mm-hmm. I would say this is mainly a three match show. Sure.
0: Um, no Mercy. I did watch the entire pay per view and I really liked it. Let's get into this. This is a two match show. I thought it was a six match show. I, I liked them all. Buddy, <laughs> but, <no>. you are <laughs> on some copium.
1: Holy. No, no,
0: seriously, I thought all the matches were good, but no, it, they weren't all that great. I was just kidding. Um, sure. But we'll get
1: into it. Uh, it opened with Baron Corbin versus Braun Breaker. Um, Dude, I thought that was The Undertaker for a second. Baron <laughs> Corbin comes out rolling Limp Biscuit style on the motorcycle, <laughs> but he can't ride it down to the ring. He has to walk it like a duck. Hell yeah, that's so badass. No, I, uh, I love Corbin, but he did not do the undertaker motorcycle entrance justice no <laughs> taker would be taker would be flying down there and then all the way around the ring he'd be riding it like taker like for all the shit that biker taker gets his entrance was always badass and and the way that he'd ride the motorcycle down there he, he'd he go crazy corbin yeah. he was a little you know he's a little trepidatious you know i'm sure he's not used to riding motorcycles around arenas so it's probably pretty scary it's not that big open road. It's fucking... they also had some stupid smoke machine on the back of Corbin's motorcycle that oh, yeah. was like spraying smoke everywhere. It looked very cheesy. Um, yeah. just had to throw that out there. What do you think of
0: Braun Breaker's entrance with the furry helmet?
1: <clears throat> um, so I don't think that was very cool looking. I think that was rather tacky looking, Mr. <laughs> Braun agree. Breaker. I agree. I think that if Paul Heyman's going to manage you, you better not be wearing that shit. It wasn't that bad, but I yeah, it looked a little ridiculous. dude. Uh, come on. He's not like he's not a lucha guy or Sammy Guevara coming out with a panda helmet. You know, yeah. like he's supposed to be a badass, raw five-tool athlete that can throw anybody around. Mm-hmm. Don't come out wearing a damn bear helmet on your head. It was a wolf. Like, wow. <laughs> I thought Baron Corbin was the lone wolf. Oh, sorry. Now he's a ship burner. Okay. Yeah. Well,
0: Baron Corbin won.
1: Um who helped him in this match? Why can't I remember? It was Mister Robert Stone
0: of the yes. Robert Stone brand. Yep, yep. I did think this match was really fun, though. I, I oh, it, was, it. it was good. Yeah, uh, it it was like ten minutes long, perfect little match. It wasn't like crazy long or nothing. So sure. Um, yeah, yeah, apparently it was exactly nine minutes and thirty three seconds. It was. It was. <laughs> so yeah. Um, up next we had the North American title match. Uh, Dragon Lee was the special guest referee. And we have will- yeah, Trick Williams defeats Dominic Mysterio. New champion. North American champion. I am Very excited to see.
1: Well, I- I'm excited to see uh what Trick Williams does. You know, I hope he I hope he has a nice long reign. Um, I'd uh-huh. like to see Trick Williams versus a few different wrestlers. But what I'd like even more is Dominic Mysterio to beat him two, three nights later on NXT television. Now yep. that would be awesome. Make be. no mercy worthless three days after the show. Yep.
0: woohoo! Oh, that's just in. That's exactly what they did.
1: Oh, <laughs> wow. Shawn Michaels Booker of the Year. No, I mean. So
0: Dominic did not have Judgment Day with him on Saturday, but he did yeah, have him with I, him tonight. So.
1: I understand the story they're telling, but it, it kind of makes Trick Williams look like a pussy that he couldn't beat. Yeah. Like, I, under, I, I understand, but I don't know. I, I kind of would have rather them have Trick Williams, you know, because even on Raw, I saw a clip where, Spoiler alert, I didn't watch Raw, but um, I did see the, a clip where uh, um, Rhea Ripley and Dominic, she was kind of telling him, hey, you can't come home to mommy if you don't have the belt or something. Yep. So,
0: so yeah, he, he is the champion now. So
1: I thought the match was
0: fun. Um, kind of Dragon... worthless
1: now, though. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> dragon lee goes down you know how a referee bump and the referee's down for like 10 minutes dude he for, sold it like he got shot in the face with a shotgun. yeah dragon lee did that i'm just like i get it if a referee oversells
1: a bump. yes but you're you are a wrestler i've seen you yeah. kip up right after a super kick this guy yeah. i've seen dragon lee do it him him that exact guy like why are you selling it like you just got shot in the face like i've seen you do some crazy yeah. ass shit I don't, I don't know. get it. Kind of, <laughs> that- kind of, kind of takes you out of it. I agree. I you know? agree. And and I just remembered that word I was thinking of earlier. It's immersion. It takes you out of the immersion when you when you realize that the special ref is selling one singular kick to the face, like he's mm-hmm. dead. Yep. So Yep.
0: Dead. Okay. So we had the NXT Tag Team Title Fatal Four Way Match. We had the family retaining by defeating Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo. Out the mud, Bronco Nima and Lucian Price, um, and the Creed brothers. This match was a lot of fun.
1: It's crazy how you can pronounce every NXT and WWE name, but any AEW name comes up and you're like, "Uh, Katsurio Shubato." Hmm. Like I know you can do Shibata now, but there for a while, AEW would have like a Japanese guy or something, mm-hmm. and you you wouldn't be able to pronounce it. But then Lucian Price and Bronco Nemo pop up, and you're like, oh yeah, them dudes, and uh, Umberto Carillo. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I can speak perfect, you know, Spanish too. I know all those names. Pretty, you funny. know, I uh, failed Spanish class in high school. I almost did, but it's because I was acting like a jackass every day and getting stent out of class. So I, yeah, I had like a thirty nine percent.
0: They didn't make me retake it because it <laughs> it wasn't like a. Uh, it's an elective. Yeah, so. but I, I had that. I had to make up that credit, or I had. You, you can know. you can lose two credits in high school, and that was one I lost. So. <laughs> oh uh, well. Yeah. Oh well. I don't know Spanish, just- but I know that the L's are silent, so it's correo. So. <laughs> And actually, when he first started, I think you know
1: his name. I think you know his name because you play 2K. That's what I think. I think you know most WWE names because you hear them on 2K. That's what I'm gonna. I
0: I love playing as Bronco Nemo and uh Nemo and Lucian Price, Nemo,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Bronco Nemo, (laughs) Nemo.
0: and Um, Lucius Fox. All right, I mean, those names aren't hard, they're not like they're just
1: kind of weird names. Like, it's like they went to a a random name generator and we're like, yep, that'll do. That's probably what they did, honestly. Um, What do you think of this match? I still think the Creed brothers are ready for the main roster. Yeah, this match was definitely better than the uh, Young Bucks uh, fiasco, I I have to say. I I definitely enjoyed this match more. The Creed brothers continue to impress. Mm -hmm. Um, They did a story with Tony D um, getting hurt. I don't like seeing that angle all the time, especially when they do it super serious and the announcers get all quiet. They're like, oh, we need medical. Oh, we need medical. You know, because things like that actually do happen, and I understand it's wrestling and you have to have storylines. But mm-hmm. with the medical storylines, it's a little—I it, don't know. It—it it depends on the way you do it. And this one, it—it sure. it just seemed a little off-putting to me. Yeah, no, I know, I, I agree. Um, but the family
0: win. He came back out. He was fine. Um, but yeah, I, I thought the match was fun. But yeah, I agree with the—they—they over—they overdo those injury. Um, uh, story, yeah, but, but when it's like, and a, they do them a lot in NXT too. That's yeah, funny. when it's a fake combat sport, you got to fake injuries, but when they make them feel like real, then that's when it's just like, ugh, like way too real. So I, I get it, but yeah, the family win, they retain. Um, I'm hoping the Creed brothers go to the main roster soon. And honestly, Ivy Niles cool too. I haven't really seen her wrestle, but she's cool as like just like a backup, like I guess, like, yeah, heater is the word I'm looking for. But she's not big like China,
1: but she kind of reminds yeah, me. Yeah, no, she she works. But I got a feeling that when the Creeds go to the main roster, she'll be left behind or something, because yeah. they love doing that. Yep. Yeah, I could see that,
0: too. All right, so we have the uh, NXT Heritage Cup title match, um, which is like rounds. It's like they do it in rounds. So we had Noam, D- Noam Dar defeating Butch. This match, this honestly – um. Opened my eyes to Noam Dar. I think he's actually really good. And I, I never really uh, understood anyone liking him. And I thought this was a really good match. And I do like
1: the... What are they? like th- Three-minute rounds or... Yeah, you really like it. it. It's a little odd, you know. Yeah. Like once you've seen one of these matches, it, you've kind of seen the majority yeah. of them, just because it kind of limits the angles they can do. Uh, like if you're a heel, you're gonna hit after the bell, and if you're a you're yeah. a face, you're gonna you know play by the rules, yeah. and the heels gonna have a whole entourage, and like I don't know, it, it kind of feels a little played out at this point, especially with uh, Noam Dar in these matches, but. I, I don't, I don't hate the concept. It's at least new, unique enough. Yeah. I'm not
0: a huge fan of the concept, but I liked the match. Like what we were getting with the matchup, um, which I, Butch has always been great. Pete Dunne, um, my whole thing where I said he was going to become Pete Dunne again did not happen. But I, I, like I said, I really liked this match. I thought Noam Dar did really good work. Butch did good work. Um, the girls and Oro Mensa did good work on the outside as well, just being assholes. So Mm -hmm. uh, what do they call themselves? The
1: The metaphor. metaphor.
0: Yeah, it's a play. It's
1: a play on words. Yeah. So uh, what do you think of this matchup? What the Heritage Cup? I mean, it was it was like I said, it was it was cool. I I can't really get excited about these matches because to be honest, not a lot happens until like round four or five, Mm -hmm. even six, you know. Sure. So it's fine. I don't. I don't feel a certain way about them, but it's definitely skippable most of the time, unfortunately for me. Sure. anyways. Yeah. All right. Well, next up we have the NXT title
0: match a potential match of the year candidate. Uh, we have Elia Dragunov defeating Carmelo Hayes to become the new NXT champion.
1: Yeah. This was a uh, banger, just like their great American bash match. Dude. Yeah. This is awesome. This, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I uh, kind of was shocked for Ilya to win, especially because, um, Uh Trick won earlier in the night and I thought they were gonna have Trick and Carmelo be champions together, but that didn't happen. And now neither of them are champions. So um yeah. But this match is incredible and Ilya's fucking awesome. I just I can't see Ilya on the main roster, but he's just so fucking good. I don't does that make sense?
1: I I guess. I mean, I, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Um the main roster is just so strange the way they like
0: bring people up, and I'm afraid if he he's brought up, they would he would yeah, not have I, that presentation he has down there.
1: I vaguely remember saying this on a podcast before. The same sentiment. I I think that Ilya would definitely get kind of lost in the shuffle, yep. you know, yeah. and, and that's Ducks because he's he's just as good as Gunther. He's just smaller, mm-hmm. and I feel like I feel like because of his size, that would really limit what what they do with him on the main roster. You know, yeah. unless unless Triple H had like if Triple H had major creative power, which I still don't think he does. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he did, I could I could definitely see him, you know, being a yeah. big time player. But
0: I told my dad I was like, "That's one of the only guys who have beaten Gunther in the WWE," and he's like, "There's no way that guy beat Gunther." I was like, "He did, <laughs> he did." Um, but yeah, I I like him a lot. I I think uh, Carmelo's great, and they just had a really good match together, and. Yeah, now Carmelo Hayes is wrestling Braun Breaker, and John Cena is going to be his manager. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> I uh, did not see enough of NXT tonight to see where Elia is going. So, yeah,
1: yeah, I, I, I'm going to probably um, peek uh, in on some NXT after we record, but uh, the show actually ended while like right when we were talking. So. Mm-hmm. Um, earlier so i i don't know i i think nxt is in a, in a great spot you know I especially agree. benefiting from dynamite being on the same night um i i think going forward we kind of maybe need to start watching nxt on the regular and talking about it a little bit yeah um, just we'll what see we need more maybe maybe swap well we could swap a uh, collision out for a while and just yeah. see how it goes because collisions really get into um rampage light um mm-hmm. standards Re- yeah. Recently, I mean, unless they really kick things up here, here uh, pretty soon, I think I'm, I'm going to consider <laughs> kicking Collision out of the rotation. But even it's if like last- we just
0: write down all of the weekly shows and just take like the most important notes from each of them and talk about those, I think that's sure. really the most important part.
1: And that's uh, what we've been doing for a while. Yeah. But even then, it's still quite a bit to, to yeah. go over once you once you get into, it, especially, especially with, with Raw being three hours yeah and then we start rambling like assholes so well, mainly me but <laughs> yeah
0: yeah no um main event nxt women's title match we had becky lynch defeating tiffany stratton to retain her title uh this is an extreme rules match this match is really good too um a hard hitting like i, I was shocked at how like how extreme it actually got so um i know becky lynch has like a pretty bad like laceration she had like shit coming out of her arm it looked pretty nasty they actually showed the cut up close on raw nasty ass fucking cut she was supposed to wrestle tegan knox on raw and they couldn't do it because of her arm but um i i liked how they brought out like a bunch of different it's kind of like things. cash
1: wheeler's injury a few years ago where he tore his arm on the yeah, post. It was, yeah it was nasty
0: yep and um a big a moment in this match I thought was pretty funny was uh, Becky brought out a, a bag, like normally it would be like thumbtacks, uh, and it had Barbies in it. Just she's just like dumb. My,
1: my only gripe is using that container, the black uh-huh. felt bag, the crowd was automatically going to assume tax and uh-huh. they were let down. They should have used a clear like tote, like a toy box or something, mm-hmm. so that the crowd couldn't be let down by what was in it. I, I feel like they would have gotten a major pop if it was in some other sort of a container than Mm -hmm. the black felt bag, because that's always thumbtacks, man. Or Legos. I've seen Legos too, but yeah. Mm -hmm. I
0: I thought it was creative to have Barbies, especially with Tiffany Stratton. Um, I thought it was pretty cool, but I, I do understand where you're coming from there. But I also think that... Anyone who's smart enough knows that WWE is not pulling out thumbtacks anymore, especially on NXT. Um, I just don't see that happening. But I, I thought it was fun and it made sense for the match. And overall, I thought the match was really good. Uh, Tiffany Stratton. Oh, did it was it.
1: definitely fun. I- yeah. I, I like the spot. I, I don't want. I don't want you to think that I didn't like the spot. I just thought that maybe the container choices went threw mm-hmm. everybody off. No, I get it. I didn't think people re- reacted negatively to that. I, I didn't they see did. anyone. There were no. there was a there was a boo reaction when it wasn't thumbtacks. Uh, eventually, that, right. eventually, they were fine. Especially when when uh, Tiffany started throwing the the Barbies at Becky, and mm-hmm. Becky was using the trash can lid to like Captain America yield. And, like, I know, like, 90% of the Barbie parts were going into the crowd, and the crowd was, like, diving around for them. Pretty funny.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. That was a nice moment in the match when Tiffany uh, did a um, uh, swanton off the top rope to the outside, and Becky was on a table. The table didn't break, but you saw, like, Becky grabbed Tiffany to protect her because if she didn't, she would have slammed down onto the floor. Uh, it was some, just nice to see like wrestlers protecting each other um, so subtly. Like you, you wouldn't even realize that if someone didn't even point it out, but someone of course did. It was very cool. I liked this match a lot and I, I thought it was worthy of the main event, even though the match before it was probably better Hard to follow. Yeah. Yep. And I thought they followed pretty well. And yeah. it was
1: different enough to keep the crowd entertained after uh, like you said, a match of the year contender right before it. So. Absolutely. Awesome. What did you uh,
0: think of No Mercy overall? I thought it was great.
1: Um, if I'm giving uh, um, Wrestle Dream like a four, four and a half, I'd give this one like a four. Yeah. It, it was very good for NXT standards. It feels like we're getting back to like black and gold uh, takeover territory where every takeover or every PLE that they do is um, really good. Sure. Uh, there were a few matches that I wasn't so high on. This was a two-match card for me. Yeah. The two awesome. main events. So. Yeah,
0: I'd have to agree. I thought the, the tag match was really good too, but it wasn't like a huge big time sure. match.
1: I, I thought it was slightly under Wrestle Dream, but mm-hmm. this is also WWE's developmental. So I can't yeah. I can't act like people that have been wrestling for like a year, like Tiffany Stratton, you know, even though Becky Lynch was in the match. But I can't act like them them i can't act like they should be on the same level as a christian cage or brian danielson or you know i gotta cut them some slack it was very good yeah
0: i like that four rating four out of five i thought it was a really strong card for nxt um i'm excited to see where nxt goes from here uh nxt has been great and a lot of people don't realize that so um and i saw Um, a lot of
1: one one more note uh for uh wrestle dream i do want to mention a very funny thing i meant to Mentioned this during the Christian Cage match, but a very funny thing happened on the Zero Hour pre-show. They were doing like a yeah. a tribute to Antonio and Noki, and they had like his kids and everything. And right after they got done with the segment, it cut to Christian Cage watching on the monitor and laughing. That was so, funny. Yep. pretty funny. Uh, that's just another um example of why Christian Cage is probably the best thing going on the heel side of AW right now. Yep. Yeah, I agree. That was awesome. Um, I saw
0: that. That was all over Twitter. Um, But anyways, we're going to talk about Fastlane, which is coming up this week. We're going to do top five of our favorite matches from this past week. Um, All of that right after we hear a couple words from our friends over at In The Marbles with Soda and
1: Ethan. Hey, everybody, I'm Soda, and I am Ethan, and we are in the marbles with Soda and Ethan. We are a NASCAR podcast that talks about the past week's race, and we review the upcoming race for the trucks, Xfinity and the Cup Series. Yes, we also host a fun and interactive
0: NASCAR Fantasy Cup Series where participants can win up to $500 in prizes each season. $500 in prizes. Yes, and the best part is it's completely free to join. No subscription, no Patreon, just pick your driver each week for a chance to win prizes. The participant with the most points at the end of the season wins an actual In the Marbles Fantasy Cup Series
1: Championship trophy. That's right, an actual trophy. So we hope you will join us next time on In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. And before we get out here, you got anything you want to add? As always, peace, love, and all the above. And we'll see you in the marbles.
0: All right, we're back. And yeah, In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. Go check them out. To NASCAR. Don't forget to raise hail, praise Dale. Hell yeah. They put out their official, there's like 24 people in their uh, their NASCAR league for next year.
1: Until I drop out because I forget <laughs> the first few weeks they like kick me or something.
0: Yeah, it's going to be wild. Um, yeah, I, I'm excited to check that out because I'm going to get into NASCAR hardcore.
1: Oh, kind of like you are into the AEW
0: pay-per-views hardcore. Absolutely. Hell yeah, that's exactly how it's going to probably go. Exactly. Uh, we'll <laughs> All right. Well, let's do our top five first, since we just talked about the pay per views. We're just going to do our top five favorite matches from this past weekend. I watched one AEW match. Yeah. So, so my top five <laughs> is
1: the only top five that matters because you're going to do the entire NXT show as your yeah. top five. So. so yeah,
0: mine's pretty much top five NXT matches from this past weekend. So Yikes. um, do you want me to go first, or do you want to go first? Go ahead, sir. All right. My number five. And this definitely would not have made it if I watched oh. the AEW show. Let
1: have... me guess. Go ahead. The Heritage Cup match. No.
0: Bear the tag Cor- team match. Baron Corbin, oh, Corbin versus, yeah. yeah, Braun Breaker. I like the match. I thought it was good. I like both guys. <laughs> Sorry, I'm
1: but just trying yeah. to ruin your segment because yeah. I don't agree with your top five. So. Yeah, that's my number five.
0: It's <laughs> just kind of almost by okay. default. So, yeah.
1: All right. My, your... my top five is probably going to be your number two. Becky Lynch and Tiffany Stratton. Um, okay. It's not my number two. Mm, it's your number three.
0: Yes, but we'll get into that. Because
1: Darby Allen and Christian is your number two. Okay. What's my number and four? Dragonoff and Hayes is
0: your number one. Okay. What's my number four then?
1: Your number four is the uh, Heritage Cup.
0: Yeah. Look, you discussed my whole top five, you dickhead. All right. So nope. yeah.
1: all right. So your top five's done. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Top my number four is Noam Dar and Butch. I like the match a lot. Then Becky Lynch and Tiffany. Uh, and then Darby mm-hmm. and Christian, and then uh Carmelo and Ilya. So um, if I watched AW, I can almost guarantee both the other matches that I that I wanted to watch, which was Brian Danielson and um Zach Saber Jr., I'm sure that would probably be Two or three. Um, and then, um, actually, swerve and Adam Page would probably be higher, so those mm-hmm. would definitely be in there. So, anyways, that's my top five. Let's just go into your top four now, since you said you're number five.
1: Okay, so number four is Darby Allen and Christian. Um, especially with the uh advantage of having the main event, mm-hmm. having the spots where Darby sh- should have died if he was mortal, yeah. and uh, and yeah, uh. Number three is Dragonov and Hayes, very very good. Uh, these three are these top three are all interchangeable in my opinion, sure. based yeah. on personal preference. They're all phenomenal matches. I recommend them to everyone. Um, number two is Danielson and ZSJ, also very good. And uh, number one, Swerve and Hangman, just for my personal taste and the brand of wrestling that I enjoy most. It is my number one. Awesome.
0: So. I feel like I've heard most people say that Swerve and Hangman was better than Danielson and.
1: Yeah, and so. it's weird because Danielson and and Zack Saber Jr. has a higher rating on a cage match. Yeah, but, but most
0: um, like I, out of the podcast I listen to and stuff, most people were saying mm-hmm. that match was better.
1: So yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a little better. I I like I said, I liked all three of these matches. They were all, dude. I can't wait till it gets to the end of the year and we do like our top uh matches of the year Mm because oh my god there are so many great matches i'm gonna have to watch all these crazy matches yeah we're gonna do like a whole award show it's gonna be a fun time we're gonna have to it's insane Mm -hmm. sometime in december hopefully there's a week where there's not a ton going on in wrestling in december and we can just like hmm? what's the final week
0: of fantasy football would that be in Uh, january
1: no i i believe it's before yeah i believe it's in december because you don't play fantasy football on the last week i don't think
0: so that might be a fun I week think it, to i think it. it ends
1: the second i think it ends the second to week second okay. to last week of uh the regular season
0: that'll probably be the week we uh do the award show because that'll probably be an award just announcing the winner um i, I think that'd be kind of fun just an idea
1: oh so, yeah. yeah no that'd be fun and we can we could Give it a little bit of time and kind of go over the league and in, in in general, you know, that'd be that'd be very cool. I right, I'm definitely down with that. Yeah,
0: I mean, that week we probably won't do a whole like a like a traditional show, but oh, who yeah, knows? I,
1: I, I doubt it. Yeah,
0: sure. we're like two months away from that, so which is crazy that it's this close to fucking December already. Wild. Um, <laughs> it's, it's October. Wow. Uh, anyways, yeah, you already said you're number one. Yeah, we already mm-hmm. did our top five. So the only thing we have left to do is to talk about Fastlane, which on paper looks like a WrestleMania caliber pay-per-view. Wow, I'm so excited for it. What do you think?
1: Yeah, so this is a uh, WWE mid-lane from the uh, <laughs> Indianapolis Speedway where everybody's going to be racing cars or something. I don't know. This, uh, this pay-per-view does not have my interest peaked. I am having a friend over to watch mm-hmm. it with me. So that'll at least make it better, you know. Um, having watching watching wrestling shows with friends always makes it a more enjoyable time. Yeah. But yeah, I I just I was telling Jordan during the break. I just feel like a lot of this show is Raw and SmackDown level matches. Like I don't feel like any of these matches are special, yeah. besides one. You know, and and we've already seen that one once. So I I don't know. I'm just I'm not really feeling this uh this card. Um, maybe there'll be something added to it that that makes me excited. But I thought we were going to get Champa and Gunther or Gable and Gunther at least on this on this show, and sure. it doesn't look like we are going to. I unless they see. somehow, unless they somehow add Gable and Gunther, I mean that'd be sick. But yeah,
0: I don't know. It's it's only five matches, which is kind of wild for a premium live event. So <laughs> I gotta I, think... I gotta imagine one match is going to be added at least mm-hmm. at least one. I'm trying to think what it would be. It might be DIY, which they reunited on Monday Night Raw. We didn't talk about Raw uh versus Imperium. That might be what's added. But that's, that's... such a
1: raw match, man.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely a raw match. So. And there's
1: already so many tag matches on this show. There's yep. only two singles matches. Yeah, I've never or no, one, ever. one singles match. Because there's a triple threat. Jeez, man. Wow, this is like an AEW show, all
0: these tag team matches. It is. It is for <laughs> real. But it's um, looking like
1: a bad AEW
0: show. Yeah. Um, I think this is gonna be one of those matches. these cards that looks on un- like underprom like it doesn't look great, but I think it's gonna be a fun time. But not it like you said, there's it, it a lot of like raw and smackdown type matches. Um, but let's get into it real quick. We have a um raw well, a unified taxi title match. We have the Judgment Day versus Cody Rhodes
1: and Jay Uso. Weird. Um, I know Cody and Jay have this kind of alliance where Cody thinks that Jay's a new man and he's uh he's Mr. America just like Cody and that he's going to be um Mr. Model Citizen. Mm-hmm. Um But I don't know, maybe maybe Judgment Day retains because Jay turns out to be a piece of shit still. I don't know. Um, yeah. I, but Jay is very over right now, so I don't think yeah. he do that quite yet. Um, but I still think that Cody Rhodes and Jay will lose. I don't think that they're going to win. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see them they're winning well.
0: either. I I'm just trying to like see like is Cody Rhodes going to Smack? Like, what the fuck is going on here? I can see this yeah, being it, a way. Yeah, I for... still
1: don't understand how they traded for Jay Uso like a month ago, and they still haven't. And SmackDown still hasn't gotten their side of the deal. Yeah. Like it's highway robbery at this point. You just stole a major uh storyline piece for the last three years off of their brand and didn't give them anything in return. And Adam Pearce is like, Oh, it's coming. Just you wait. Just you wait. We're getting some something yeah. for SmackDown. Well, I don't know. It makes no
0: sense, but I I I almost want to say Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso win. And then they'll start traveling to SmackDown and back and forth. And then Jey Uso will realize yeah. Cody Rhodes is using him to get to Roman Reigns. And then Jey Uso will
1: turn on him. And... That's a good idea, Jordan. I like that. Just maybe a... maybe this starts the, the Cody and Roman thing back up and yeah, yeah. Um yeah. Jay could get pissed because Cody's just using it as a way to to try to get back to wrestling Roman. Yeah, I like that. That's a good yeah. idea. Just I can see out. that. I, I I would
0: find it ridiculous if um that we find out that Jey Uso was planning this the whole time to get Cody Rhodes back to SmackDown so the bloodline can turn on him. That would be ridiculous because they just did too much like covering up and having Jey Uso turn and them hate Jey Uso. I, I don't know. It could get confusing pretty quick. But yeah, I,
1: I don't know. It weird. Yeah. This yeah. is just weird,
0: <laughs> but we'll see what happens. Um, I almost want to say the Judgment Day will will retain, uh, especially with Dominic Mysterio winning his title back right away. I don't man. Think
1: they the, I, the more I look at it, they really need to beef up this card. Yeah, I can't just... I can't sit here and act like I am the least bit excited for this. Yeah, it's not a great card. Uh, We
0: have a six-man tag team match. We have Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. It'll be cool to see them team up for the first
1: time. Um, Yeah, (laughs) the team team that's literally barely existed and for the last few weeks has been so on the rocks and close to not existing. Mm -hmm. Now they get a pay-per-view match against the LWO, who has been on the back burner since Rey Mysterio's won the United States Championship, and it's more Mm -hmm. of the – Ray and Santos story than the LWO. Like the actual LWO tag team of um uh Joaquin Wild and uh um what's the other one's name? Um Joaquin Wild and Cruz. Uh yeah, Cruz del Toro. Okay. Yeah um th- those guys have like like we couldn't even remember remember their names they've been literal <laughs> apple afterthoughts in the lwo like yeah. i don't know if this is going to be santos and ray on the on a team or maybe they do santos and the other two and then ray has a united states championship match on this card or something oh yeah i don't know um, that could be what they do but yeah this is not very inspiring in yeah. my opinion I, there, i'm trying
0: to think of, like who like I mean there's a lot of people who don't have matches, but Austin Theory's not on this card. Rhea Grace, Ripley. Rhea Ripley's not at wrestling. Um Grayson Waller is someone who's been getting a lot
1: of stuff of, lately. Of course, of course, we mentioned we're we're trying to think of who's not wrestling and you go to your two little favorite <laughs> <martial arts. laughs> no, but Waller I, and I feel like
0: they've been using them to a lot. I'm just shocked they, they don't have anything. You know what they'll probably do? They'll probably have a Grayson Waller effect segment like they did the last interview. Yeah. Um, waste just... <laughs> man more raw and smackdown filler man Yep. Yeah. um especially with the last one was such a, it was like it was a waste of cody Rhodes. it was a waste of a pay-per-view spot it was just yeah so stupid.
1: look like i like i say i am 50 50 wwe and AEW, but mm-hmm. i will shit on things when i don't like them and i'm being brutally honest here this is this is as bad of a wwe pay-per-view as i've seen in quite some time Yep. on paper
0: I mean, I you know how I am, and I'm I can barely defend this pay per view, so that just proves right. it's not great. Um, I mean, like I've said, I I'm sure they'll over deliver, but who
1: knows? Like they might not. It's N- definitely throw, not. Dude, screw it, throw an NXT match uh, on here. I don't know. Like, do something, please. Like Becky Lynch could
0: defend her title that she gets to defend on Monday. I don't know. I don't want,
1: I don't really want to see that,
0: man. I don't, yeah, I don't care for Tegan Knox versus Becky Lynch. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Like, that would be the match that they'd do. And I'm just like, uh, I don't know, man. (laughs) I would rather rather fucking,
1: I would rather like Carmelo Hayes versus Eli. Yeah, give somebody some spotlight. (laughs) Do, do Dragon Lee and something. Do, I don't know. I don't know, man. We got to do something here, though. Yeah, I agree. Um,
0: we have Io Sky versus Oscar versus Charlotte Flair for the WWE Women's Title.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, unless Charlotte Flair, I, I think is she tied or has she broke or is she one away from tying? I think she's one.
0: I think she's one away from tying it.
1: <laughs> okay, think, so it's
0: fourteen or fifteen.
1: Okay, so maybe they give Charlotte another title win here. I know that'll piss everybody off, but. I, they haven't done a ton to build up EO Sky as like a great champion yet. You know, I agree. she's like I think I mentioned this last time. EO Sky has been kind of just floating around since she cashed in money in the bank. I mean, she her, hasn't been presented as a credible threat.
0: Her beating two all time greats would would be kind of nice to see. So I yeah,
1: and I know she already pinned to Oscar, but but still, yeah, I I feel like they haven't done enough to to get her over as a champion. I agree. So. Yeah.
0: It doesn't help when she's like with Bailey, who's a bigger star than her, and then right. Dakota. Like, I feel like they just need to elevate her more. And her
1: being with somebody who's bigger than her. And she's missing the NXT presentation that she had. She had an aura about her. And yeah. she doesn't have anything now that she's in damage control. She's just, to be honest, the way that they presented her is as Oscar Light. Yeah. Like she's literally, she's literally feel she feels like twenty nineteen Asuka. Yeah, she's I, just I, there.
0: Especially He's, when she very Vince
1: sucks at booking Japanese women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just does. He he never booked Asuka very well. We've only seen an uptick in Asuka ever since Triple H has gotten more power.
0: I I don't think so. the word woman or women needs to be in that sentence it just doesn't book japanese people in general
1: yes 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 we're (laughs) finally seeing a little change here um especially in the next match seth rollins and shinsuke nakamura for the world heavyweight title in a last man standing match
0: i'm excited for this one they had a good match last time and the last man standing aspect being added i think will be a lot of fun especially like with seth selling this injury i i this might be shinsuke's time Shinsuke winning a title. Yeah,
1: I, I would like to see that. Um, this is definitely the match that I am excited for on this card. Yeah. But this is about it. This is, you know, the match yeah. that I'm excited for. Um I don't it sorry, go ahead.
0: Go ahead. Um no, if we good. see the tag titles change hands, I mm-hmm. think this would be Damian Priest cashing in. And I yeah. know we've been saying let's that. let's
1: go ahead and predict it again. I, I <laughs> see it. I, I honestly could see it. Because I could see him be like, oh,
0: we lost the titles, but I'm still champion. Because the, the, the promo they had on Raw was them fighting over who still has championships and who doesn't. And it just, like, I could see Damian Priest, they lose the tag titles, and now they don't have those championships. But then Damian Priest cashes in and is like, well, I still have a championship. Look at me. I have the world championship. I could definitely see You that. know what?
1: I, I, yeah, I remember back in the day, one of the second versus Raw, If you cashed in in Universe during a last man standing match, it would like glitch your game and it would like crash because it wouldn't know what to do because there's no such thing as a triple threat last man standing Uh and such. And um, I I think it would be funny if uh, he cashed in and the show just went black. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Roll- think, Rollins and uh, Nakamura. I think that it's. Uh, I I think it might be Priest time. You know, like I yeah. know that we said that it'd be nice for for Shinsuke to win, but I think it would be interesting if if Priest cashed in mid match or post match or. I think it would have post-match to be post
0: match because of what you just said. Like, anyway, I,
1: yeah, it would have to. I don't know how a mid match. Cash in would work in last man standing. But if a last man standing match, it's gonna be a war. Like sure. no matter the winner or
0: loser, they're gonna be fine. They're gonna up. be battered. Yeah. Sure. So that's like prime time to put in like a cash in. I think that's perfect. Um I hear you. So we'll see. Prime time, coach prime, Colorado. Um <laughs> but um, anyways i i'm excited for that that's probably the one match i'm really excited for even though we just saw them wrestle multiple times but last man standing match you add the gimmick in there it'll it'll make it a lot more fun um yeah and then the final announced match is john cena and la Knight versus jimmy uso and solo sokoa um should be a smackdown main event yeah i agree um like I said, I think this will be a fun match, but is it a pay per view match? No.
1: Um, so waste a- of John Cena on a pay per view level. Like, why yeah. not have Cena in a singles match? Like, why are we doing this random thrown together Cena and LA Knight um, partnership to wrestle yeah. two people in the Bloodline that aren't named Roman or Jay? Like, yeah. sorry, but Jimmy and Jimmy and Solo. Like, even though I like Solo. Jimmy is number four in the bloodline and solo. You got to say is number three. You know, if, if you're ranking all the bloodline people and if you're including Jay, like Roman and J are by far the two most popular bloodline affiliated people when when the bloodline was, was all together. So now you're taking the, the two that were near the bottom as far as fan interest and you're throwing uh-huh. them in a match against your upcoming rising star and the goat. greatest and of this, all time yeah the greatest of all time john cena not just john cena this is the greatest of all time john cena no so, here i don't
0: disagree with him being the greatest of all time but them making it's sure to say it is very corny it is so stupid <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah yeah uh and i he just seems like a humble I, I feel like he's the kind of guy who wouldn't want them to say that kind of
1: stuff it's very but, much a heel thing like you would expect yeah. somebody like Daniel Bryan when he was like eco champion to yeah. like have to have that moniker you know something like it's like mjf better than you like yeah. that's basically what you're saying i i'm the greatest like it's, it's weird yeah i mean he hasn't said it himself
0: the commentators say it even um damian priest or someone someone was talking about him in a promo and like the greatest of all time, John Cena. Like they made sure to like say, the- the yeah, very, game. very weird. <laughs> it's like I'm starting to think, like if he gets an action figure out of this run, it's gonna say the uh, greatest of all time, John Cena. His next,
1: like, his ne- the next 2K game. <laughs> yeah. It's his whole thing, his whole name is gonna be the greatest of all time, John Cena. Yeah,
0: all his trading cards, like they all say the American Nightmare. Wait, Cardinals, are they
1: doing that because Cena's becoming a big star in Hollywood, so they want to have a trademark on John Cena, and that's how they're getting around it. Is my trademark? They're going to trademark the greatest of all time, John Cena. Is that that what they're doing, dude? (laughs) I don't know, but this is very weird. Um, Yeah, yeah. This card definitely needs something big added to it. Um, I know we still have SmackDown to go, but um, there's already three SmackDown matches on this card, so I don't don't know. know. I don't know what else they could add, unless it's Rey Mysterio versus somebody. Yeah. Outside of like Theory or Waller, which we've already seen, he Mm -hmm. has no big time and he's already moved on past that he's he's in the street profits feud now with Mm -hmm. with lashley so i don't know i don't know what we could add other now that Raw's passed and and nxt's over like you got smackdown i guess unless they work some deal out with dynamite and they can like promote (laughs) something on dynamite some angle i don't know
0: this is yeah it's rough it's weird man
1: i feel like they've waited till the last second to book this mid-ass card i mean you're gonna have
0: like like they've always had premium live events or pay-per-views that aren't as strong because we're leading into Survivor Series time, but still this one's just it's it's kind of awful looking.
1: But typically uh, there's two to maybe three really intriguing matches that you're excited yeah. for. This is this is a ma- this is the card where there's one match that we're excited for. There they're like I feel like they wasted their load on, on doing Gunther and Champo and on Raw. They, they should have saved that for the pay-per-view. That's I why agree. I mentioned, unless they do Gunther and Gable or something. But, uh, I mean, that'd be weird. I don't know. Honestly, I think Ciampa, like,
0: they could have did exactly what they did last night. Then have um Gargano come back at, at Fastlane. That would have been, like... Bigger than it was la- last night on Monday Night Gargano,
1: Raw. I don't know. Gargano got no reaction. at uh, Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, and, and he hasn't done a ton on the main roster to yeah. warrant a reaction. He, but, he's probably cooled off s- entirely since his NXT run. So yeah. I don't know if that would be even pay-per-view worthy. Yeah. I mean, honest. Say- like, I love Jody Gargano, but, but at this point, they haven't done enough with him t- for the mainstream audience to really be excited for him. Mm-hmm. I have a prediction. Okay, will it be a spoiler?
0: No, probably not. Okay, they're, they're gonna do a Grayson Waller effect. Okay, with Jade Cargo. That, that's I. I that's, could my see per- that. that's my prediction. And then,
1: and then, what if? What if? I know, maybe, maybe we're not even gonna get this match right off the bat. But what if, for a moment, we have Rhea Ripley confront her? That way, you have that image of a of a face off, and that way, you have a, a setup for a future match down the line like a Wrestlemania
0: preview. I saw a really good theory on um, X today and it's not Austin Theory. He's a really good theory but a really good theory saying that what if Cody Rhodes brings in Jade Cargill to fend off Rhea Ripley like because right now Cody Rhodes is feuding with the judges. I thing.
1: don't know if I'd like Cody Rhodes affiliated with Jade Cargill. Yeah, I mean I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, just... <laughs> I don't think they mesh well together. Well, especially because they they kind of feuded. In yeah, A-W, yeah. So. That that's exactly why. Yeah. You know they they were kind of on opposite sides on AW. Hey, I want to gauge your your interest level. So do you think that this is kind of gonna work out to like an even trade where WWE is gonna get um, Jade Cargill, uh, Brian Pillman Jr. and possibly CM Punk. For Survivor, at Survivor Series, and is going to end up with Edge, and uh, there was somebody else that they're bringing in, but I don't know. Um, do you think that uh, we're looking at Punk and uh, at Survivor Series? What you I, think?
0: Th- I personally think it would be cool.
1: Um, yeah, I know we're still, like, uh, basically two months away from there. Survivor Series yeah. is November 25th, but... Mm-hmm. I think if they do it, a lot of people are going to be pissed, but a lot of people are going to be excited. I'm not I sure. Think, I think – I I know that we live on the internet and yeah. we see X and what a cesspool it is, like I've said before, but I yeah. I think that that 70% of, of WWE fans would be excited to see Punk Pack. Yeah,
0: I think it would be cool as shit. Like, I'm all for it, for sure. But I think even Jade Cargill for Edge is a good trade if it if sure. was a trade because you, you have a – like a veteran who will help your roster, but he's also edge.
1: fifty years old. You know, so how much yeah. are you going to get out of it? In Jade Cargill, you're getting a raw, yeah, five tool talent that that can basically do it all for the yeah. most part. You know, I think she has all the potential in the world, especially in the PC. She's going to be good. Like, look at what the PC's already been cranking out the last few years. Yeah, like you're get- she's yeah. going to get a lot better. So they got they got a great talent, yep. uh, a future talent. Whereas AEW got a return now in Edge, where that they can ride for a few years, so yeah,
0: which I think is a even trade because Edge is already like one of the top stars of all time in wrestling. He's he's a sure. Hall of Famer. He's he's still good in the ring. He's not yeah. the greatest, but he's still good. He has so much knowledge to share with your locker room. But then WWE gets a top prospect in the whole industry. Like I, I think it's a good trade. Uh, even though it was not a trade, it just happened to happen. But yeah, right. but it. I think Brian Pillman is also a, a top prospect because he might not have had a great run in AW, um, but he's. I'll be
1: honest. I've I've seen a lot of Brian Pillman both mm-hmm. on AW and MLW, and he sure. has not clicked in either place, and he okay. has not done enough to. That's fine. Interview.
0: That's I, I think
1: I, maybe maybe you know maybe there's a shot with with some seasoning down at NXT. Yeah. Maybe he'll get better. Maybe you know we'll see what happens. But I'm not going to sit here and gas up Brian, Brian Pillman Jr. as a as a top prospect. I can't do it. I mean, it's just like he, outside of who his father is. The, he, there's not much there. That's fine. Yeah, the, I that's mean, just, I know, haven't as, seen of now, much. as of now. As so. of now, yeah, I haven't seen so much
0: of him. But I know that like the WWE Performance Center could probably do wonders for him. So. That's that's all I have to say. Is, we'll see. Yeah. Um, but
1: yeah. What if I, a, what if AEW brings in Riddle? <laughs> it like has him tag with RVD or something. I don't know. I could say I could say it. I mean, <laughs> I could I could easily see it. I know that they're only using RVD on a part time basis. It seems like just yeah. for spots here and there. But I do you think do you think AEW might bring in Riddle? Because I I I I don't know. I've been kind of thinking about that the last week or so. And I think that would be a big misstep. I don't think anybody should mess with riddle right now,
0: at least for a little bit. I agree. He's a little
1: radioactive. Um, Yeah. I saw
0: somebody was throwing a fit because they thought they saw riddle in the crowd when John Moxley was walking out on Sunday. And Mm -hmm. just because they thought they saw him in the crowd, they're like, Oh my God, it's riddle. Just there. Like, Oh my God, they better not sign him. I'm like, Jesus Christ. First of all, it was not fucking, it was a woman. Um,
1: well, I mean, Riddle
0: basically no, <laughs> and she, I just, if that's how people are going to react, then they should not bring him in. But that was one person, but yeah. right? Um, Fastlane does not look great. Um, I'm I'll be watching it. I don't have anything else. It's a mind.
1: three out of ten card. If this was a yeah. raw card, oh my god, I'd, I'd be so excited. But
0: you oh know, yeah, it's a this... great raw card,
1: <laughs> dude. This, but... If this was like Raw Super Show back in like 2012, yeah, dude. <laughs> I'd yeah. love it but but yeah I don't know for a, for a premium live event I'm glad that uh I'm subscribed to Pe- Peacock and I don't have to shell out $50 for this. Oh yeah. I would not yeah I wouldn't shell out anything. That's one thing that's one thing about AEW that I have to give them even though they go run a little long at least they give you your money's worth. For sure. Yeah,
0: I mean I've bought in probably five or six AEW pay-per-views in the last 4 years.
1: I've bought and... every single one except for one. And out of the
0: five or six, I think there was one or two that I remember saying, "Oh fuck, that wasn't worth my fifty dollars." And I I don't, I don't even remember which ones they were. I think one was like Fighter Fest twenty or something.
1: Oh well, that's that's (laughs) expected. That hasn't been a thing in a while. And and those, I will, I will say, some of the first AEW shows because they had a lot of like garbage talent was really rough. Yeah. So
0: I remember uh, Double or Nothing, Cody Rhodes and Dustin Rhodes. So good. One of my favorite matches of all time.
1: Yeah, so. that was a real turning point for AEW as far as being able to put on a great product on pay-per-view. Because I remember like, like, dude, in the battle royal, they had like the dude with no legs and like Marco Stunt and a bunch of random indie shit dude. that like <laughs> no mainstream fan was gonna dude. tune in for. Like it was like the worst of TNA. I, I forgot about that
0: about the guy with no legs, and it came up on my TikTok, and it was um it was Jim Cornette uh, talking about it, and they just like dubbed it over top of
1: the video of it. It was oh, so, so funny, so funny. It was
0: like yeah. I forgot about it.
1: it. it, it dude, for all the shit that people give Jim Cornette, some of his takes on wrestling are pretty fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> it was so, so funny. All right, well, that's our show for this week. Do you have anything, to add? Not this week, um, but yeah, I'm definitely intrigued to see what they do with Fastlane. Um, yeah, I think it, it has potential to surprise us. I think
0: there's been multiple cards in the last year that we looked at and were like, oh, and then it ended up being a really good time. I think it has that potential. I mean, it's a Saturday show. It's like whatever, but it definitely is lacking a lot. So, yeah, we'll see. I'm
1: hoping something gets added. So,
0: yep, me too. All right. Well, go check out our podcasting friends. We got the fully posable wrestling figure podcast. We got Jeff and Scott over there. Um, I just listened to them today. Um, we have the Tales from the Estate and with Drew shout and Shout out
1: for uh, shout out again for the uh, for the Spooktober list. That's uh, really, really cool. I love how much variety is on there. I can't put that list over enough. I'm very excited to check out what's on there.
0: I might be I might be going on uh, Tales of the Estate pretty soon uh, with Drew. He's doing like uh, extra tails like bonus episodes because mm. uh, we. Were, I was talking to him about energy drinks because I work for Red Bull and I was like, "Oh well, I'll send you the new Red Bull that's coming out in the next month, and you can do a live Drew's review. So it might be fun. We might do like a top five energy drinks. So we, we've been talking. It uh, might be that's, fun. that's cool. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, go check them out. One of my
1: favorite podcasts. Um, I might be going on uh, in the marbles because I'm gonna do a uh, cars review the movie. Yeah, there you go. Because <laughs> uh, I because I'm always saying ciao and things, you know. Yeah. Ethan hit me up and he's like, "Hey, I love cars. Can you do a three hour podcast reviewing the movie for me?" I don't. I'm think like, three "Yeah, hours dude. Yeah, I, a lot of a lot of time needs to be dedicated to Mister Mater.
0: Yeah, I uh, I never I watched Cars as a kid." But the first time I watched Cars, is they like made us all come into the auditorium at school, and we all just sit, <laughs> we had to all sit crisscross applesauce in the auditorium, and they put it on like the the big like projector. I couldn't pay attention to shit. Dude, but <laughs> one
1: of one of my one of my core memories is I forget when the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie came out, but I was like helping out at the after school program at the school. And one of the uh, other helpers brought that in, and we were, like, watching it with all the kids. And my first viewing of that movie got ruined because of all the kids being jackasses the entire time. And that movie was so good, and and I was so mad because I hadn't seen it before, and I couldn't hear half the time because of all the kids that were in there.
0: But Man, that's awful. I would uh, start beating some kids.
1: Well, I didn't, I, I didn't watch it in theater because if you remember, there was no hype for that movie when it first mm-hmm. dropped, like uh, nobody, like it, it turned out to be one of the better like MCU things and the guardians of the galaxy are like one of the best MCU groups, mm-hmm. I you agree. know? So
0: I, I was doing a lot of superhero talks this <laughs> week. I, um, I watched yeah. the Iron Man movie in theaters, but then I don't think I saw another MCU movie until Guardians of the Galaxy in theaters. And the only oh, reason... Really? Yeah, we went to see it because Batista was in it.
1: And, oh, fair enough.
0: But then we were like, oh, that was fucking awesome. And I think we ended up going to see it again. And then of course, the rest is history. They've had. I like, grew up at the
1: perfect time to enjoy the MCU in theaters because yeah. I was nine when that first Iron Man movie came out. And the Avengers started when I was 13 and ended when I was like what, 18, 19, 20, mm-hmm. like, dude, I, my entire, like, growing up it was, like, the best MCU movies. It was so yep. good. Like, every year, multiple great movies.
0: So. Like you said earlier, I'm ready for another resurgence of great movies. And Absolutely. I, I mean, if if their uh, actors keep getting caught beating their wives or whatever they do, sexual misconduct, then it's going to be a struggle. I mean, it's
1: not like, it's not like <laughs> it's...
0: DC with uh,
1: the Flash actor. name?
0: Oh, he'll keep his job. That that one's okay. Right. But no. Dude, they
1: keep covering <laughs> that kid up every time he does something stupid. I can't believe it. Jeez. Um,
0: but yeah. Uh, what other podcast? Three Brews podcast. Uh, go check them out and i mean in the marbles we've talked about them enough we they don't need any more of our our press. they need
1: less we need to just start cutting them <laughs> no. out of our
0: show oh, shit. <laughs> no we love them uh so yeah go check out all of our podcasting friends they would appreciate it we would appreciate it and um come back next week for more stolen gimmicks peace out about my time As long as it takes to get what's rightfully mine my mind.